It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> What up, Judah? Oh, man. What up, guys? What's up, guys? Oh, man. How y'all doing? I know it's been a while. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Hope you enjoy your Tuesday. Uh, I'm enjoying my off day. It's like how it always be, man. I was, let me go to my, my weekly an- analysis of my week. <laughs> you know, which ain't really been that bad, man. I, saw, I told you, man, it would be hard as I've been in my age, man. And, um, told you I had to really pray for that um to get that sleepiness tiredness tiredness off me because it's just like adjusting to that man been in your 30s dude like I told you this is the latest I've ever worked I, I never thought I'd work past midnight you know um and it got its advantages to it to a certain degree because I don't I don't come in I, hold on my hair go irritate me give me one second Yeah, I don't come in until like five, you know, basically. So, you know, I kind of miss the 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 rush traffic time, you know, basically. Um, um, it's different now being in a slow season. The thing I'm having a hard time trying to understand, I said, when it comes to my job, is um, I don't. <laughs> I tell you this 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 inbound and outbound thing is is really really throwing me for a loop, you know. Basically, because um, at one point I understand it to a certain degree. I understand it being in receive, being in um, being in um inbound and being in outbound. It's like it's been highly inconsistent. Like. It's like they're trying to mix it up for me, and I get it to a certain degree. But I'm like, I'm like, I, I, it, it's not making sense. Been in a slow season, you know, right, James? Why you why you say that? Okay, so say I clock in, right? So they got me working inbound, meaning I'm getting calls, you know, just to hear from members, check for ETA stuff like that, ask for the member calling in, right? You know, um. And you know it's it's slow day. Like you know we getting we getting about five to seven calls a day. Um, I'm kind of always gated high for the contractor line anyway, which is really funny to me because it's it don't make sense. I'm already gated highly for two different things. I'm already gated high for inbound. I'm already gated high for um, contractor line. Right, James? How you know that? I see I see how my calls come in. Like even when it slow down, like I see how many contractor line calls. Sometimes I get more contractor line calls than I get inbound. You know, regular customers calling in. 
you know, basically, um, they be thinking they slick. That's how they be putting me on the schedule. Because I be throwing this, I be like, I'm like, this shit is, this shit is so weird. And they be fucking my days up. Because it's like, I, here I am adjusting to something else. And you working on trying to get better at something else. I said, and it's like, this is what, this is why this fucks me up. I'm telling you why. Okay, so, remember, back in my day, I said, in the good Sam, when we used to do RV, you know, um, there used to be a lot of people sometimes that I call in, right? So, around that period, that 4 or 5 o'clock period, if we were holding calls, that's one of the things I hate, that I can't see the queue on how many calls we're holding, you know, basically, because it kind of annoys me a little bit. You can kind of tell people just chilling and sitting in ACW or just relaxing, you know, um... Because what we used to do is we used to do a thing called triage. We used to get all the members' information, you know, basically, um, and, take, and get it out the queue, you know, and just work the calls. Like, you know, clear the queue real quick, and then the calls that you have, you work them, you know, basically to get them done for the customer, which to me personally makes more sense because everybody's already aware of the call. You know, you already have your set call queue. The thing they do, which is we work remotely, so it's not like we're in-house, so... I, once again, I still don't understand this shit. I get it to a certain degree, but it, it literally makes no sense to me. So, it can be slow as you receiving callbacks. So nobody remember might not call. They've been waiting for three to four hours and they ain't even called back. You know, basically thinking we gonna send we sending somebody out. You know, basically. In that meantime, you got a bunch of these calls. I said uh, that's getting assigned to people, and sometimes the company doesn't even know in the system that the call went through or they haven't even received the call so you have calls that are sitting there for four to five hours so what they'll do is you have me working inbound i'm waiting i'm like oh this must be slow today ain't much going on like basically and i work this shit now i understand like i understand it when it's between my first you know when i first get there because me i feel like if you're gonna put me in that bitch you, you might as well just start me out for the day in it you know basically um that's how I feel. I don't like when I'm I'm set to work something else. I said and you just from the middle of nowhere, like, you know, um you David, you having a decent day. I'm like, I'm having a decent day. I'm like, you know, I get it earlier in the day because they used to do it, they always do that shit right before my first break. I'd be like, let me at least have my first break first. Like, you can get my get my gaze changed while I'm on break. Like, they always do that shit right before my first break. And then um it's either that or they wait all the way until like an inconvenient time, like when you already settled in for the day. You know, you relaxing. You know, I'm I'm going to I'm at lunch. You know, basically, uh, you know, you know it's about to be some bullshit because what they do is they somebody because I never get really bugged like that, which is not a bad thing for me. But I don't really get bugged like that. So anytime somebody does hit my inbox, I know they about to do some bullshit. You know, basically, because everybody's like, "Hey, James," I'm like, "You don't talk to me, so what do you need?" What are you about to do now? <laughs> you might as well be doing it. You try to be friendly, you know. But I love that about my company. It ain't, it ain't really like, you know, it ain't, it ain't rude. You know how it's done. Like sometimes it's some, it's, it's bad communication. Sometimes, you know, basically. But it's not, you know, when it's their fault, it's their fault. You know, um, I'm not getting nobody coming back. You know, yelling at me. You know, for some new shit that they did. And, you know, they they know what they should have did. You know, basically. But um. Yeah, they just been tossing me around like a motherfucker, bro. You know, I was like, when did I become the MVP? Like, I just started, I just started getting, I just started reaching my goals and stats. Like, I'm like, to a certain degree for adherence, at least, like, I'm in the phone long enough. You know, um, 
And we get paid very well for what we do. I told you I love my job. We get paid well for what we do. You know, I'm just going on my weekly analysis. I'm just venting. <laughs> it's just a therapy session, guys. Trust me, ain't nothing really going on. James just been at home and been working. Ain't ain't nothing much going on. You know, um, I tell you, I love my job. Even with them doing that, basically, just like I said, I had to work Thanksgiving. I had to work the day after. You know, we got holiday pay. For, we got you know whatever the eight extra hours for each. You know, basically, um, each day. You know, I racked up over a good hundred hours. I sit on this last chick, so. That's a miracle. Uh, basically for that. Um, and another thing they do that's favorable how I work. Like basically instead of trying to force people to do overtime. You know if I have to call in or I can't I can't finish the shift. Like they just put my PTO in. <laughs> I think if it's a good enough excuse. You know basically. But they just put my PTO I'd be like great. <laughs> I'd rather you just do that shit. Like I'm like I don't understand why most jobs do that. Like you know. Because it's harder now, I said, working this shift and then trying to get time off. Like, they don't they don't be wanting to approve my shit, man. Like, because the way my schedule's set up, like, because I don't, I don't be needing Thursday. Like, if I try to put in for Thursday, like on, or like on Tuesday or something like that, I'll probably get approved for that. When it comes to Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, you know, and I get it to a certain degree, but... You can't control everything, cause they like, like they they keep saying like you know uh, one person's in here is you know messing messing up all for the other agents. I'm like, yeah, but why am I suffering because of <laughs> you know this agent like you know James, what you mean suffering? I ain't gonna say suffering, but what's gonna end up happening? I know when they get to his business, this is the thing that's killing me. That why I don't understand this. Cause doing outbound calls to where you're working calls that got declined by the station. Or, you know, need to be rerouted. Same thing. It's really all the same shit. Like, either they didn't get the call and we got to find somebody else. It's mainly the same shit. They just call it different things. It's the same shit. You know, um, they running behind on the ETA. We just checking on that. Like, all this shit is averagely. If you're in, you know, the department I'm in, everybody's capable of doing this shit. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, there's no, (laughs) you know, um. You know, half of the time, I say majority of the time, um, I don't even make it to the uh, credit card process. And by the time I make it to that, either I'm getting off or I'm going to lunch or some shit like that. You know, basically um, searching out of pocket. You know, um, we got, we was better, I think we was better at, at understanding the situation business-wise and empathy-wise at the same time. You know, um, that's what you mean. They do it sometimes, but they be being a little too ridiculously trying to be too nice. Like, you know, if you know if this person is in a rural nowhere area, you know, um, their vehicle is not in the middle of the road. It's not on the interstate. You know, um, they ass just going to have to wait. You shouldn't be where you at. Like, that's like, that's what I, mean. I don't be understanding. That's what I say. Like, they'll throw me in this shit. Like, um, see, the times they do it early, I just be like, okay, you could wait till after my first break. But I'm like, okay, I'm prepared to do this shit all day. You know, um, that's like early telling me, hey, we about to switch your shift. I don't want you on that schedule. I want you here. You know, because the funny thing about me and me, them throwing me in decline, that's the thing that be fucking me up. It ain't like you throw me in there, I said, to help clear the queue and then throw me back into inbound. I stay in declines all day. So I'm like, why don't you just have me in declines? Like, 
<laughs> I'm just being real, bro. I'm like, for real, like, like all this switching shit. Like, I'd be like, because it don't be making it. It don't make sense to me, especially in the slow time. This is the best time for people that's not experienced in this to learn it. You know, um, because I didn't find my niche back again. Like, I, I really don't be needing help. Like, every only time I need help is when I'm either trying to get something approved. What they see, what they want me to do next, because I have to put it on the call and notate. I really kind of know what they about to ask me to do, but you gotta get approval to go to the next step. So I, I call anyway. But for more majority of the time, I barely get soup calls. Like, I, like I barely even be needing help. Like, I, I get averagely need about like maybe two to three overrides and send a day. And that's only if somebody claim limit is too far up, basically. And if that's if I don't have none of them, none of them calls, like I don't even have to ask for override, you know. Basically, um, and once again, it could be a compliment, you know, to a certain degree. Um, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's weird. I just don't understand. Like I don't. What I don't understand is people that came out of my class. I said basically. You know, uh, it is weird. I gotta say, it's kind of it's kind of fair trade, cause I'm trained in more, you know, doing the decline calls, and some of them are actually trained in text messaging, which I don't do at all. You know, cause I, I wasn't trained in it. You know what I mean? Everybody just all they trained you not. It's different with women when you come to like doing text messaging phones. You know, shit like that. I mean, women can multitask. Like, three different text messages at one time. That, that'll that be more of a woman's niche, I said, rather than a guy. And I said a guy can't do it, and they probably not are good at it. You know, basically, I would think it'd be more tedious and annoying for me. I like to focus on the call I'm focused on. I don't like to do three different calls at one time. Talking to three different people. Like, that's going to annoy the hell out of me. <laughs> for real, it's going to frustrate the hell out of me. Even, especially through text, because... You know, you send these general messages. You can switch it up a little bit, but you mainly send a general message. So, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, I'm better at just talking to them. <laughs> I just be honest. I just, I'm just better. And I love that about my job. Like, they ask you, yeah, you train the text? I'm like, in SMS? I'll be like, no. They'd be like, uh, declines? Uh, yeah. They'd be like, okay, I'll tell you, we're going to move your gates. Like, shit like that. It'd be that simple. It don't be nothing like, you know, um, and it don't need to be rude about it. I just learned it through the opposite way because I was, I remember when they first threw me in declines, you know, I was going crazy, you know, trying to finish, you know, fast. And don't get me wrong, if I can finish fast, I can finish fast, but to over breathe, over breathing, over making myself over anxious of shit like this when people put themselves in bad situations, like, I'm like, you know what, don't, don't overstress yourself. You know, I can handle each one, you know, separately. You know, um, the funny thing about it is, once it get like extremely back busy again, I said it actually worked better. <laughs> it's gonna be beneficial to be taken out of inbound. I said from hearing from customers all day. I said, "What's my ETA?" And complaining about ETAs all day. They both will give a take, dude. You know, um, sometimes they don't be that bad. So you just run into some idiots sometimes, like um. I ran into one guy and he was trying to be very empathetic he was trying to be concerned for the person but I was like one that was irritating me because he was, he was asking about these women he was like um yeah um because at first I didn't understand what he was saying he was like why would y'all why would y'all set them up and just had them um sitting on the road and 
Yeah, I'm looking at the call. I'm like, okay, this is a bad. It's a jump start. Like, I'm like, so why? So what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, you know, and the dude just talking, and then I see a woman's name on the call. So I'm like, maybe that's her husband. I said probably talking because. I'm like I don't I don't get what he's what he's trying to say right now. Like I'm like well, how do we? Leave? I said so so when he ended up saying that, I was like okay so do we leave him? Did somebody come out? I said to help them because I was like the address I'm seeing. I said is it a uh, thing? He was like yeah there was in a um he was like they was at a supermarket parking lot a shopping center parking lot or something like that and they got a jump you know and they broke down uh, five minutes later. He's like um like why would they why would they do that like why wouldn't they um. Just change the back. I said, I said, I'm sorry. I said, I said, what's your relationship to the member? Because I'm saying this person's name. He was like, I'm, um, I'm a her employee. Dining gave her a jump start. I'm like, how are you requesting to be disobeyed? Who are you to even to request to even speak to a supervisor right now? Like, you're not even a member. Unless one. Two, your complaint is not making sense. The thing I kept getting mad with him, the complaint wasn't making sense. I was like, he was like, uh, and I tried to, I tried to verify this with him, like, because he was trying to be empathetic for the women's part, but I was like, your theory on what you're saying is not making sense. I was like, he was like, uh, well, why wouldn't they just change their battery? I was like, I said, when they jumped them, did the car start? He's like, yeah. I was like, why would they change the battery if they jump them and the car runs? I was like, the car is running. That's <laughs> like that's all it needed. It needed a jump start to get started. Like that's that's the whole objective of road size to get you started. Like you know, the people don't understand. I really hate battery delivery. I I I, I say this all the time, but I'm talking about even back in my old days before I even start working. Where I'm working now. Like I I hate it. You know, um, why it's not available all the time. It's a complimentary service, and it's not. It's like there should be a quote on the back of the damn car, like the damn a AAA card. Batteries are not always available. <laughs> like it should be a big ass and bland bold notes. Like it's a big quote on on the own mobile battery service on on our website. Like basically that gives you a whole paragraph, you know, explaining this shit. And it's like these bird brains cannot cannot understand for the life of them. Understand that this shit is not always available all the time. Like sometimes, nigga, either we can jump you or we can tell you. Like you know, it's not all. It's not there. They don't have it. You know, um, it's like you, it's like you fucking going to AutoZone and they don't have your battery. You gonna have to go somewhere else. Like, they don't have it. <laughs> like, it's like, they will make it even more funny. People be more, even more, um, surprised with bring people bringing them out of battery and not having it. Then you know, I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, dude, this, this is not all, but that's one of our major services that's the most liked. You know, basically, they, that's what people like sign up for. Like, that's the most thing that's pub. And I don't know if it'd be the sales agents that be doing that and pubbing that. Like, I just, I just think it should be. I think it should be a disclaimer when they call it in. I think it should be a disclaimer when they press the battery option <laughs> to inform them that. I said in the end, the thing and they like, and they still, some people still ain't gonna get it. You know, um, I don't like it because one, I don't, I don't like the three year warranty thing because. It's not offered everywhere. Like, if you in certain parts of Louisiana, there's no battery service providers at all. Like, I've seen it. Like, don't be none. Like, none, nobody that delivers batteries. Like, I'd be like, dude, like, this is, makes the warranty void and useless. You know, um, and I know we, we try to do a customary service for people. It ain't, it ain't the fact that I, I feel bad about the, the objective of the service to do it. It's just, it's fucked off. I feel bad. I feel, that's when some of them calls. I feel bad for the purpose of people. Like I'm like, 
yeah, I know. You pay for something that says you have warranty on it. Basically, we don't got no service to offer for it right now. Like, that's, that's, that sucks to tell somebody that. You know, um, that's like some, that's like, that's like you purchased a transmission and you got a warranty on it. You take it to a shop, basically, you're like, oh man, my transmission guy just quit. We don't have to buy to replace transmissions, uh, I said for about, about like a month or so, so. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> my transmission, and you can't replace my. You know that's like but in a smaller note, the way they feel about the battery. But that I'm like that's that's kind of how somebody would really feel, like gassed up about it. You know, uh, I'm feeling bad for him. You know, sometimes you know, but, but the other guy, the you know the, the, the Mexican guy, you know, is he trying to talk for this? Is is I guess his boss, I guess or whatever, and um. He was like, he was like, I don't, want, I, I don't get it. Why would you? I was like, why would you? Why would you do that? And I was like, I said, well, they can choose if they want to replace the battery or not. I said, they feel like they get the battery started and working. They feel like the battery is good enough. I said, they don't have to replace the battery unless the, unless it fails to test the battery test. Uh, basically, he's like, it's like, it's like, it's like someone computing because he kept trying. It's like he was trying to be empathetic for them. I'm like. If you would listen, instead of you trying to force what you're trying to say, listen. And then I hate when when I when I repeat this shit to the the person. They're like, okay, I get I get what you're saying. Apparently, you don't, because we we still going back in circles, back and forth with this. I said, sir, I said, if the car starts, I said, how are we going to predict it's going to break down five five minutes later? I said, if the driver sees the car starting and running and he leaves, I was like, and then the car breaks down five minutes later. I said, while they driving. You know, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to tell him like, nigga, nine times out of ten, it's probably not the battery. I said there's something wrong with her vehicle, like the alternator or something, or a shortage that's going on right now. Because I was like, there's no reason you just got to jump. It just started. I said while it's running for five minutes, I said it just cuts all the way back off. You got you got something else going on other than the battery. <laughs> I'm telling you like that. I'm just telling you it's like that. Because otherwise, the battery wouldn't have jumped. You know, basically. But uh. <laughs> he can't. He kept trying to go over. I was like, "Dude, are you li- listen?" I said, "If you if you trying to be a male, you trying to be understanding." I said, "All people, you should understand this too, also as well." I was like, if, "If the battery charged and it worked, I was like, and it broke down while driving." I was like, "It's in the middle of the drive." I said, "They replaced the battery. Like it could do the same thing." Like <laughs> I said, "It could mess around and do the same thing in five minutes." I said, "That just don't happen just like that." You know, you know, it's just I was, I don't really understand. I was like I was like him. I was like, dude, what are you? Like, I guess I was like, I guess, dude, I guess, I guess, I guess. You know, um, the only thing about working declines it be it, the only funny the thing about it. No, when I'm talking about outbound calls, when you're getting them in, um, you know, to call and start trying to see if somebody else can work the call. You know, basically, uh, the only thing about it is that they be stuck out for so long. And, and they, you didn't miss, they didn't, mainly you didn't miss the most of the complaining part. You know, uh, every now and then you run to somebody else that, you know, want to be, you know, a dick about it. You know, uh, I had one dude that wanted to speak to supervisor. He act like nothing was wrong. It's clearly in the notes saying, you know, the driver left. I said because he was cussing them out. He didn't want to come into the come into the driveway. I said the member wouldn't even let him. You know, basically even coming in. He's like, they, pretty much he got into it with the driver. The driver canceled the call, and the company didn't want to do the call for him no more. 
But he had the nerve to have an attitude. I said, but I'm calling him, asking. I said, you still, because I still was being nice. I said, you still need service? Like, basically, just, uh, you know, asking. He's like, yeah, I still need service. Y'all, you still ain't got nobody? I was like, dude, I said, your attitude right now is why you don't have nobody out there right now. Nah, I'd be like, I'd be feeling, I'd be feeling like this be paying for, be paying for life decisions. Like, some of this shit that people be doing just be dumb. You know, you get put in that shit like, say for instance, like the end of your day, like, and then you work on a call that's like, um, trying to go 220 miles. With calls like that, I don't even trip no more. You know, it, it was different when it was with Good Sam because just like you was stuck on the call, like, you know, um, but the thing about us that was different back then, I said, is that we know a, a useless call as it is, you know, um. For real, like calls that we know is gonna be extra expensive, or they know they was just gonna be sitting there, and nobody was gonna be able to do it. Look, call all the contracted people if they can do it, they can do it. If they can't, you know, go ahead and let them know. Hey, we have to wait for tomorrow. But the only way we should be doing that that out of network type shit is when somebody's on the interstate and uh, not safe. I'm just being real. You know, you could try, but I said it's going so hard for light duty like that. Like, dude, like it's your area's busy. <laughs> like, try again tomorrow. You know, Jesus, Mister. I just, I don't see no point because the thing when your call get that hard, like when I see these calls that were, they just ETA just keep getting pushed back. Nobody want to come. It's been five to six hours. Like you going through something. Now I don't mean it just from us. Like it's 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 something in life that's 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 got you at a standstill that you ain't recognizing. Right, Jesus, they say that all the time. I believe so, dude. Cause it just be too inconvenient. It be like highly inconvenient. Like I'd be like, damn. I'm like nobody want to take this call. You know. I'm like, um, it's like they be knowing who they are or something. Like, cause I, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Them areas be weird. People like people are such good liars. Like, you know, um, just people just such good liars, man. It's, some of them not, but I'm talking about like they just some people just like to lie for no reason, just be lying for no reason, you know. Um, they just be about that. I'm talking, about, I'm talking about just in general, like um, no one ain't no one ain't got no damn rules. I know they shit expired. They've been expired for three years. Uh, I feel sorry for some of the drivers. I do, but I don't. Cause I'm like that's the reason why most people check. You know, um, they be taking L sometimes. They go out there and do a call. You know, basically, and um, sometimes a member get over. Like sometimes they 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 expired, and it may not show for them. You know, um, you know they're supposed to pay out of pocket for something, and then they left. You know, um, they'll call us back. I'll be like, well, I mean, like, you know, you gotta know, <laughs> you gotta check that shit in, man. You gotta verify, man. You know, I don't ever get mad at none of, none of the companies when they call in to verify somebody's membership. I totally understand. <laughs> One of the easiest calls ever. You know, uh, for the most part, though, I get along with most of the stations. Like, they're pretty aight. Um, I just don't like, I don't like going back and begging. You know, um, that's the one thing I used to hate about doing callbacks. Like, I hate to call people. And I can tell by your tone if y'all just not doing it at all. Like it's not, you know, you can just tell when you ask somebody, "Hey, you got anybody available to just tell such a no?" Like when you hear it like that, they they ain't trying to do the shit. Like why am I calling you back to offer anything extra? Like you don't want to do it. 
you know, um, you know, they tell you directly, look, we're, hey, we're super backed up. We're like two or three hours behind. I wouldn't be able to have no driver. You know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, go back and call everybody. Back. I'm like, no. <laughs> they just told me they ain't got no drivers available tonight. You know, like, especially the later it get at night. Like, you know, um, you know, if you gonna want to do that, it's like you should be making the call. So, like, I, I don't feel like the same person. I, I, to me, for real, honestly, I feel like that's just a waste of a thing because you don't want to get something approved. I had one of the uh, girls do that to me, and I was just like, I said, bruh, you need to move me to the next step. I was like, I didn't call all these people. I said, I'm not about you doing some good Sam shit. I'm not about I now want to go back and call all these motherfuckers people back again. Just so they can all deny me the same way they just deny me, you know, like wasting time. You know, um, that's the shit that my detectives do for us, like it's shit. But the crazy thing that they used to be back in the day for us that was that it was so worse. You know, this they ain't really got shit on like what it was like back then. I, the reason I say that is because uh, we used to have to call our tech line basically, and these niggas would give us like we have like a backup system for some numbers, which most likely usually was just disconnected. They were old, you know. Uh, every now and then somebody would take it, but you know, majority of them numbers were old. But they'd give you like a long list of numbers to call, and again, it'd be like fifty people. You'd be like, God damn, you know, just working the call. You know, and when you start working calls like that, you start learning after a while. It's like, you're just making the shift go by. You know, if you try not to think about it too much, because sometimes when they put me in it, I don't be that mad because I'll be like, okay, I was getting bored anyway. You know, especially getting older, like, you know, you get to the last two hours, man, that shit is hard, bro. I don't know if anybody ever worked past midnight before, like, but, like, usually, I'm usually, you know, like today, like, for instance, like, pretty much after I start finish recording, like, towards like 10, 30, 10, 40, that's the time frame. So I like to go to the patio and start winding down. You know, for the day, you know, um, two o'clock is when I used to be one to get in the bed, like one and two, one and two, you know, so my body started kind of shitting now, like once it started getting to, like, you know, I really had to pray over that shit, man, you know, um, cause that shit be hard, I'm not gonna even lie, dude, it, it be that, it be that bad that the, the extra dollar don't even be worth it, bro, like, that's how bad it is, not the fact that I can't do my job, it's just, it, you just start getting tired, like, you get, like, your brain's starting to shut down. You know, um, that's why I say, that's why it be irritating me sometimes when they do that. I'll be like, okay, look, man, I said, you already got me settled uh, where I was, uh, you know, I was finishing off the day pretty well. I was like, you know, because cause at least they, they used to at least give me one day, you know, of one of the things I like, you know, all day long. You know, if I was working contractor line, I was working contractor line, you know, um, <laughs> you know, I don't even get that no more. They put me in contract line, took me out that shit. I was like, bro, like, come on, bro. I was like, give, give me one day of some shit I like. The whole day. Like, the whole day. You know, if you're going to put me in the client, put me in the client. Just put me in that shit in the beginning of the day. Like, you know, um, don't even do that shit. Like, I'm like, I don't be understanding it. Like, every time I'm on inbound, I say, I promise you, I say, about uh, lately, it's been. It, 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 About 85% of the time, before my first break, sometime around 6-something, somebody um messes me and asks them to put me in decline. I'd be like, dude, y'all should have just started me off on the schedule and decline, dude. Like, 
shit crazy. Like, I be like, I be like, dude, I don't be my. That's what I say. It works. It goes both ways either way. It's, I just rather be prepared on which one I'm doing. Like, you know, um, that's what I said. Back in my day, I was used to doing both of them. And it's like the way you log into the system on each one of them are different. You know, you're getting regular calls coming into you. It's like. It's like it's it, okay. It's like okay. You're getting regular calls and, and coming to see you. Basically, you know, you're doing your call regular, like regular. You know, you put people on hold. You got that time. You know, basically the normal. You know, basically then when they disconnect, you're an ACW, right? The problem with outbound is they. You every time you finish doing a call, you gotta you gotta ready yourself back in. You're not gonna get a call. But you got to ready yourself back in so your ACW time don't be that, that long for each average of each call that you're doing. So it's tedious. Now I got to keep doing this. I say every time. I say, you know, it's self like It's small, tedious thing. It's not that hard. You know, um, you know, that's, I was trying to ask my supervisor that. We ended up having a team meeting, you know, because sometimes I, I, sometimes I say I deserve, I deserve a slow day. Like some, some days I deserve a damn slow day. You know, that's just how companies be like, oh, they look like they ain't get no calls. Let's just make them busy. Like, I'm like, no, they can, like, try doing, try putting, training some other people right now. This is the perfect time. I said that four and five hour calls behind. I'm not about to save nothing in the queue. Not at no, not at no midnight. I'm not about to save nothing in the queue. And <laughs> I get off at two. Like, I'm not about to say, man, I got time to do one or two calls. That's that's it. <laughs> I'm not helping shit. Now, at seven, yes, I understand that. I said, when it get close to my first break, I get that. But I'm not helping shit when it gets late at night all the way to midnight. I said, basically, you're trying to get me to get somebody to get help for 40, 40 mile toes at 10 o'clock at night. Like, no. <laughs> I ain't going to get done with these fat calls fast at all. Like, these are all long calls. I said, they ain't helping my stats at all. <laughs> you know, this is the time for people to get practice. These are practice calls, you know, uh, for other people. You know, uh, I get out. Once again, I, I find a way to adjust either way. You know, basically, just like I said, when they do throw me in it, sometimes I said it does it does help me. Because I told you, them last, that last hour and a half, like that, that, that shit is a drag, bro. Some days I'll be feeling it. Some days I'll be fine. You know, um, but when it's a bad week, like if the sleep pattern's off, it's a bad week, bro. I'd be like, dude, it's woof. You're like, man, it's getting tough out here. You know, uh, <laughs> you know. But uh, you take it, you take it, you take it for how it goes, though. You know, I enjoy my slow season period, and I enjoy it. Um, you know, when it get to the busy season, I say I use that to make my day go by. You know, um, once again, I'm just venting. You know, um. I have, I work for a very great company. Um, now that I actually have a supervisor now, you know, actually, um, that's cool. We we build him more of a report. You know, he's been helping me with my over- overrides and shit like that when I'm not getting no help. You know, so that's good to have a supervisor that can do an override. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, great. I'm like, I hate that I couldn't go to my own damn supervisor. I said, for override. I'm like, bro. Like, come on, dude. You know, um, I do miss my receipt group. I miss Megan. I miss Liz. I see Liz every now in the chat. I don't ever mention nothing. You know, basically, uh, still gassed on how she set me up for this. You know, she did. And she gave me an opportunity. Uh, it's like a, it was like an opportunity. 
uh, basically itself. It's just how fast they did it. And like, the, I did not want to be on this schedule. <laughs> you know, uh, it's something new in my life. I said that you always get different challenges. You know, um, you know, because um, they used to do that with me. With, they kept doing that with me with good stuff. Like they always, I don't know why the shit always follow, but they love to do that shit. Like, I don't. I think I'm better, and I think I'm better with the queue in the daytime. I said actually, then I am at towards the overnight period. You know, you can't be as effective, and I don't think to me. You know, um, me ain't working overnight shit is just for the birds, bro. I'm like, I'd be like by eleven something. I'd be like, I'm ready to get off. You know, I I like it for the simple fact, like Thanksgiving came, I got to do something with my family before I had to clock in and had to work. So I don't be I don't be that mad before the beginning part of it because I get to sleep a little bit longer. Like I literally be I literally can go to sleep. You know, at three some, three or four uh, in the morning. You know, uh, gotta wind down. Um, wake back up at like eight thirty ish. You know, um, if I want to record a show, if I want to, yeah, you know, I got all the time. Remember, I just got off. Like, what is, if I'm waking up, it's like eight thirty, nigga. I just got off at two. Like it's only six hours ago. <laughs> you know, I got a whole. You got like, you know, y'all would tell me like, you got a whole another like six, seven, eight hours. That's it to go. Like it's like you, you know, you good. You know, and it be draining my own self. You know, preparing to go to work. Like you know, late at night, and I'm at home. Um, I think the only thing that that, that I miss, I think a little bit, to a certain degree, is people used to keep me energized. You know, um. That's what kept my day going. So I didn't. If I was feeling tired or getting to that point, I said I I used people like we'll be talking to each other, you know, helping us stay each other awake, you know, keep keep us going. But you know, uh, yeah, they used to do me like that back in the day. Like they, they, my first schedule I started off. I used to get off at like um like seven thirty. But I never got off on time, obviously, because we couldn't give the call away. That's the one thing I find it very admirable. I said for my job, I said I'm glad they they found a way to fix that shit, you know, and help, you know, with that because I just feel like that's unnecessary forced overtime. Like I used to hate that shit. Because them, I'd be like, dude, all these people just coming in for their shift. Like, pass the call off. Why am I sitting here for two to three hours after my shift trying to work one call? Like, we could just put this back in the queue. You know, um, that shit used to annoy the fuck out of me, bro. Like, this is like, was no empathy. I'm like, dude, I don't even have a car. Like, I'm like, you're messing it up. The later and later I'm here, I said, the later harder it is to get an Uber. I said, for me to get go home. <laughs> you know, and this is, and this is before actually Uber. Like, this, they was doing this shit before Uber. I'm like, dude, man, you know, you just stuck on RV calls. I'm like, dude, like, you know, uh, You know, unfortunately, most of the calls that I've given up, they're usually in safe location. They're not, you know, I try to work them. You know, if I can help, I help. You know, um, I try to notate as much as I can. You know, um, they're very nice about it. You know, you tell them. Uh, like, I, it was five minutes right before my shift for like three minutes. I'm like, hey, look, I'm about, to, I'm about to be off. I was like, I didn't work this call all the way to like trying to call out of, out of network people. Like, you know, you can't say I didn't do my job. Like, you know, basically, uh, because it really don't take that long to call all them people. I'll tell you the truth, it really don't. You know, um, 
I had to learn. I learned at the beginning, though, when I was rushing. I said to try to do that, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, it just seemed like it seemed like the, the the faster you try to get done with the call and move on to the next step, the more and more they keep trying to throw you back to be on the call longer. Like I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> keep it at a medium pace. You know, uh, they understand. I mean, they only want to see you to give an effort, and you know, you working your shift. Like, you know, just come to work and do your do your fucking job. Like, <laughs> that's what it's like. You know, um, that's one thing I I like about the company. Like, you know, that's one thing. It's just enough appreciation to give. You know, hey, they here, they did their job, they showed up every day. Okay, well, you know, um, you know. I think they'd be having talks about, um, you know, uh, what's it called, uh, what's it called, uh, call avoidance. They'd be having talks about that, like call avoidance, but I already know what people they're really, really talking about, though. Like, Jay, this is me. No, you got some people that's ridiculous. Like, you got some people that be sitting there not trying to get a call, so they'd be, you know, working the inbound and sitting in ACW for about five minutes. You know, trying to not get a call. You know, uh, or logging out. I said basically, and just being out the phones. I said for a long time. You know, adherence is trash. Like it's down to eighty three percent or some shit like that. You know, people that's over excessive over the market. You know, um, I think everybody done hung up on the rude customer vote. Like <laughs> I'm just being, I'm just being honest. You know, uh, some of the motherfuckers, some of the motherfuckers, deserve, I'm just being honest, like, you know, you hate to be like that to us people, but some of these people, I said, will not get off, I'm like, dude, like, I didn't already gave you the answer, like, it's either or, it's either or, you know, um, you don't be trying to be like that itself, but I'm like, I got other calls to do, I can't sit up here and be arguing with you for 20 to 30 minutes, I said, and you already spoke to a supervisor, we already told you, not covered, or, you know, we already told you, so I'm like, we're wasting time talking about nothing. You know, <laughs> just wasting time. You know, just doing this just to make you feel better. You know, uh, you know. But I, I get what he was talking about. I was talking about leaving. I was, I, that was one of my examples. I was leaving them stranded. You know, um, you know, because uh, I, I wouldn't do nobody like that. Like, you know, I can understand people that's frustrated or mad. I said when they're on the highway. You know, they they got in a car accident. You know, emergency situations, stuff like that. I wouldn't leave. I won't leave nobody like that. You know, I'm at least make sure somebody's assigned to the call and they at least got an ETA for it. I'm going to at least dispatch the call. You know, um, called a few PAs. You know, public authorities, I mean cops. You know, um, recently. You know, um, which is not bad. You know, they just like any other dispatcher. They just get all the information from the customer, get the service order number, and be like, all right, we're going to take a rollout to go let somebody go. You know, check on them. You know. Um, just calls like that reminded me. I'm like, you can't. I'm like, I, I, I am a nice guy when I, I want to be a nice guy. It's just some of these people, some people need an attitude adjustment. You know, um, <laughs> I will help you, but I said, depends on how nonchalant I'm about to be about it. Like, you know, uh, after a while, you just keep cutting me off or you just keep cussing me out. I'm like, uh, let's just give me the information. I can just dispatch the call. It's, it's pointless talking to you right now. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, uh, you know. Some people recognize that they're being jerks. I just feel like their their customer base. I don't know, cause I, I say that, but then I think about my old calls. I said back in the days, and I'd be like, I don't know. I think their I do think their customers are a little bit more spoiled. 
you know, um, customer service wise, you know, um, that's why you said that. They want you to cater to cater to a lot of people's sensitive sensitivity, uh, anger issues, you know, um, and entitlement. You know, we care to a certain degree, but as long as you wouldn't really cussing them out, like, you know, cussing them out or, you know, leaving them stranded, you know, and stuff like that, like you were kinda of free to say whatever the fuck you wanted to say. You know, um, <laughs> just being honest like you know because some of these people be dead dicks like some of them just be being dicks for no reason like sometimes I'm like nigga I just I just, you just you talking to me for the first time <laughs> I don't know you like I, I don't know you we just met you know uh, and I get it I get customer service I get it some people can be rude you know you try to push past through that shit but some people just be really trying to talk to you like you like three years old and it's like okay <laughs> alright alright sir Alright. Yeah, it's like alright. You know, but um for the most part it ain't been bad though. It's been slow. I, I really ain't been doing shit guys. To be honest. I wanted to make sure I gave you guys a show. I ain't done talking yet, but um I just wanted to make sure I gave y'all a show. 'Cause I'm you know, um I tell you when my schedule flip, it'd be it'd be it'd be different, man. It'd be Cause it, be, it just be dependent, man. Like, it's better me giving a more of a two day weekly analysis than me keep doing shows and just talking about this shit. <laughs> it, ain't much, it ain't much going on right now. Like it's much going on. I see it media wise. I'm talking about as for my personal life. As you want to know what James got going on? Really nothing. I'm really just chilling. You know, um, I told you I was happy to get my. And I'm so sorry, guys. My Instagram is not Javis J23. It's Javis J13. <laughs> I had that wrong. I looked at it after I finished recording. I said, "Oh, that's what I was wrong." I said, "But it's James J thirteen um, for my Instagram." You know, I ain't really posted that much um, on it. You know, um, it, it'll, it'll come. Like it's supposed to come. Um, Tell them be cheering me. I listen to some of my old shows, you know. Cause I, I reshare my older shows. Cause you gotta remember some of these shows. I said I'm listening to them for the maybe the second time or third time. You know, um, he remind me all the time. He's like, he's like, you think people ain't just replaying the same videos? I said the ones. Look at the ones that's going viral. I said the ones they playing. You know, it looked like somebody dropping a new video every week, but you know, um. I think it's like how I said when I before I dropped my podcast. I think I they just, a lot of people just want to have a lot of them stocked, and they just have them just there. You know, they can just drop them whatever time each week, which is the smart thing to do. You know, but it's just like um, you know, a TV series. You know, um, hell, if you can wait a week for power, at least I'm giving you two episodes. <laughs> you know, uh, you know. Um, Especially when I do something like a two-hour, like close to a two-hour episode, because even with me, you know, I listen to it, but I be coming, I be coming back to it. Like sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling, like at night when I'm getting off work and I'm listening to my show, like you know, sometimes I don't have the energy to listen myself talk for more than thirty minutes. Like I'd be like, all right, you know, um, I think it's a bad show. You know, I think my last show that I made was pretty good, pretty damn good. Um, Classroom reputation and the one I did on the micro slice. Um, I think they're pretty good shows, you know. Um, 
I got a few laughs out of it, you know, uh, a few memories, you know, um, and that's what count. That's what really be mattering. I said when I be listening to my shows, like I've been listening to some of my old shows and what was happening around this time, and sometimes some of Yashes, you know, and, uh, and it's funny. So I said I had to apologize for that because I said when I first I was really angry, you know, and taking them as sneak disses, and I think about how he was using them. You know, basically, you know, he's talking to me, like, you know, he'd be talking to me, you know, about it, um, because I'm big, I'm big on giving credit where credit's due, but at the same time, given the fact of the movement that he had for a long time, and my titles of my shows, it, 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 it resonated, it, it, it resonated when he threw it in his shows, like, at the time, at the time. like, now that we hear, like, we hear now, and I think about it now, you know, um, I'll tell you, but I feel like it's always a it's a petty game. Like it's like, I mean, I, with him on my show, I treat I treat him like I treat pretty much most of the people I've known. You know, I don't know him. You know, based I just listen to show long enough. You know, um, you know, um, <laughs> serious. I just listen to show enough. You know, um, this is like a dream come true to me. So I'm like, you know, I've listened to over ten years. So I'm like, why wouldn't I? Like, why wouldn't I? Like, you know. Uh, you know, uh, it's just funny. But I do that to everybody. I said I had, had something that had inspiration in my life from, um, for real, I throw all that in there. Music, actors, uh, movies. Oh, these are all influential things that had an influence. I said rather some people were living life right or not. I'm not talking about Yash. You know what I mean when it comes to Hollywood. You know, basically. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, I throw all of that in there. Games, all that shit. You know, um, I started playing, um, it was funny is I already owned this game on, on PlayStation 3. I didn't know it was on PS4. So I was thinking about getting, just getting a new game. I was like, I want to try to do something, play something different. I had, I was going to go back to Red Dead Redemption 2, but I like, I start running through the story too fast and I'm like, okay, I'm going to end up finishing it too quick. <clears throat> Basically just doing missions. I don't know. I do missions like a computer, like, you know, back to back, back to back, back to back. Like, you know, he's like, what are you rushing for? You know, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm trying to get complete. Like, it's not about, it's finishing. It's about controlling your anxiety. <laughs> so, you know, you're missing the purpose of time. You know, uh, you know, so, uh, I'm like that with a lot of shit. Like, you know, uh, you know, uh, Funny, funny, funny. Wise, I'm like that. I'm like that when it comes to intimacy, watching movies, uh, playing the game. <laughs> you know, let's get the task done. Let's get the task done. Let's get the task done. You're all working. Like I'm like I'm like that. You know. Um, <clears throat> you know. Um, you know, you get so busy caught up trying to complete the task, you miss the the enjoyment of the, you completing the task. You know what you're doing at time. You know that's how I feel like when I started recording shows. That's what I was doing. Like I was just trying to get so many shows. I like get so many shows. It's funny. That's why I go back and listen to them now because there's a lot of shows I have not. Li- I told you I only listened to them one time. <laughs> I don't even remember all the things I said on them. You know until I go back and listen to what's happening at that time. I'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that was happening that day. It'd be funny because some of this shit I really be forgetting. I'd be like, oh snap, they forgot that happened that day. You know stuff that's like very small. You know not that. You know, not the main majority of most things that happen, but I'm talking about like, you know, small things that happen throughout your day, you know, you're mentioning, you know, like what happened with my Ubers or stuff like that, like small stuff like that. Um, 
Yeah, but it'd be just me trying to complete tasks and um, you know, uh, I'm looking up, I'm looking up the top twenty, you know, PS4 adventure games, you know, and I should have got um, what's it called um, to shoot to I forgot what's the big, the actual whole name of the game. Uh, Cause I seen this game a while ago, and I wanted, to, I wanted to try. It's like a, it's like a martial arts game, samurai game. Uh, Yanni, I, I know, I know most people that's gamers know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's an Asian game that came out. It looked, it looked good. It got a good rating. You know, basically, most of them I already played. They had Horizon on there. I already had that. Um, I did. I didn't. The only thing I didn't like about Horizon was that her equipment wasn't wasn't strong enough for me. You know, um. Cause you go to the villages, you know, basically, and people be trying to attack you, and them niggas are accurate as fuck. Like they'd be hitting you from damn near fifty yards. And I'm like, how is this not affecting them? You know, like, like some of the stuff I was doing, I was upgrading my shit. I was, I was pretty much um, all the way upgraded, all the way into the part. The only thing I didn't have was where you could um, use that little thing to connect to that big old bot thing. You know, those big old bots. You know to uh, blow shit up, but if it was a it was a great game. I said majority of the part, was, you know, once I start figuring out what I actually was doing in the game, I was like, oh, this is a great free world game. You know, um, I ain't played in a while. I'll probably, I'll probably go back and go get that later on. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I probably will. You know, it's always good replaying because I was thinking about re redownloading uh, the Last of Us. I got the game, you know. Uh, you because know, you only can have so many games downloaded on your on your system before they it's too much. It takes up too much space. So sometimes I take some of the games I got and delete them just so I can re-download them. You know, but um, no, nah, I end up playing um, <laughs> I end up playing uh, end up getting Metal Gear Solid. You know, because I seen that on there. I was like, I was like, I had the one on PS3. I said, like, I thought they stopped making them. I was like, oh, they know they had one for PS4. I was like, I thought I'm getting a new game. I'm like, I'm happy. You know, uh, and what's funny is the, the game case is literally right at one of, at the bottom of one of my, you know, groups of games, you know, basically. But, you know, I ain't looked at the game in so long, you know, and I ain't paid attention to the name. So I'm like, you know, you got to finally redownload it. You know, you're playing it, you know, in the beginning part, because I forgot that's what happened in the beginning of the game, you know, basically, you know, uh, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I got food, I got food like this when I first bought the game the same way, you know, and they say, you know, you ask him, do he want to remake his face and make the avatar and you can't play with the other, I think the other avatar, I just, I just don't, I like playing with, what's the point of playing Metal Gear Solid if you're not going to play with Snake, you know, um, you know, I go all the way back to when the first one Metal Gear Solid came out, you know, what's funny is I never, I never beat, most Metal Gear Solids I, I really never beat. Actually, to be honest, I don't think it's a Metal Gear Solid game I've played I've ever beaten fully all the way through. You know, um, I thought as for I thought as for gameplay and a story, it was a head way ahead of its time. I used to just watch my um the cousin I just got to talking about um uh, about the trend, turn transsexual. You know, um, I used to literally sit up there and just watch him play like adventure games. I I didn't like adventure games back then. You know, he used, to, he used to play a lot of adventure games and racing games. I used to like sports games, you know, um, most of the time. 
you know, because most of the time I didn't really understand what I was really doing in most adventure games until I really got a little bit older, because I tell you, I grew up Pentecost, so I didn't really have a life. So most time when I'd be playing the game, I really didn't get what was going on. It's until I started experiencing it more, like, you know, as towards my teenage years. You know, basically, but, um, anyway, um, yeah, I, the first Metal Gear Solid, like, was funny because we used to have it on a demo. I don't know if y'all used to know about these, but they used to have, like, where you could, uh, you know, have demo games where they only let you complete a certain se- section, you know, basically at a game. And, of course, if you wonder to buy it and, you know, buy the game, you can go back and go get the whole game. But they used to have, like, a demo part. And I still remember it, like, with the blockers, like, basically, <laughs> that black outfit with the, with the, the hair out, you know, Metal Gear Solid was in his time, and I was like, it was, it was like watching a movie, man. And for me, you know, I used to watch my own cousin play. You know, I didn't ever get the missions. Like, I got the part of using the tranquilizer. That's all I kept doing. I kept tranquilizing people and putting them in the blockers. Because <laughs> I thought that was cool that you could do that in the game. You know, you know. so by the time we got all the way to this one, I never beat it. I got far on it. I never beat. I always would get to that part with the snipers, the three snipers, and I I could not beat them snipers, man. Now I don't know because you know after you didn't play games for so long, because you know it seemed hard in the beginning. Then you go back and you know later on, I said you just running through the game, you know, because mostly I'm really running through the game like itself, like literally. <laughs> it's like riding a damn horse get you caught uh, caught up more. You might as well just run the whole damn game. That's what I do. <laughs> you know, you don't run out of stamina. So you just run fast the whole game. I love that part of the game. I was like, great. So I love that. You know, Red Dead Redemption, that motherfucker be gassed out. Just, you run down the... <laughs> you, run for about, you run for about a minute straight. You out of there. You know, too real. You know, but... Uh, nah, Medical Solid, like... um, You know, it's always fun replaying it because, I mean, you always forget what's happening. The only thing on this one that be killing me, well, one, I got the kind of guy that had a little behold the pale horse type of this shit going on. You know, um, the black horse that ended up riding. riding. I was like, okay, I'll see what y'all try to do there. Um, (laughs) I don't have no no magical, you know, miracle breakdown, you know, basically for for it, uh, basically right now. I just happened to notice it in the beginning of the game. I was like, oh, I said, I wasn't really paying attention to that shit. You know, he riding on this white horse. (laughs) Didn't give him the time frame when it came out. Very subliminal. Very subliminal. You know, spirits laugh. I probably was in a more lively mood or woke mood, you know, basically. I'm more, I'm in a, um, I'm in that, um, that first day off that I needed a break. I need, I needed a break because I worked them six days. I said for Thanksgiving. So, you know, um, well, it was a half a day, but still, you know, um, I need I needed my extra day back. Like I I needed I need an extra day. You know um, You know, I was just tired and the funny thing is like I'm not I'm not sleepy tired. You know how you just been that tired where you know you just just wanna lay down or relax, you know, basically, uh Maybe listen to some music, a podcast, you know, just a R and R day, a rest and relaxation day, you know. Uh, 
Speaking of that, you know, it, it made me realize, you know, why I don't inbox, you know, people. This is why I don't form conversations. People might wonder this. So if you listen to my show, this is why I don't be having forming conversations or sending people inboxes because of this shit. You know, um, I be forgetting so many people I follow uh, be weed heads. You know, so Snapchat is a bad place to try to form a conversation. I said basically, or when you comment to something, because they dumbass be forgetting what the fuck they posted. You know, um, you know, I'll be trying to laugh with the chicks. You know, basically when dudes they show them anonymous messages and niggas to say the most, because I don't know. It's like girls do that shit on purpose. I said to just hear that shit. Because I'm like, there's nothing these niggas can really ask you anonymously besides saying, I got a crush on you or something sexual. That's that's it. They don't know nothing about you. So what are you expecting them to ask? <laughs> You're not really showing no talent. You know, uh, that's why I don't understand a lot of times when they most of them be doing it. I'd be like, you don't do shit but post pictures or, you know, some people might show their kids or family, but it's nothing to really anything to say on that anonymously if you don't personally know them in real life I said would be pretty much stalkerish to me that's how I, that's how I feel like it's no point in me I never participate with that shit cause I'm like what's the point you know um yeah if I gotta say it anonymously to you I, I learned that a long time ago I said I just think it's kinda I think it's kinda childish uh from both parties <laughs> I wouldn't post that shit and I wouldn't I wouldn't like no you got something to say to me, just say it. Like, we ain't got to sneak sneak go through it. We too damn old for that. I'd rather just directly be up front. Now, liking pictures or hearting something, fine. I said, but, you know, <laughs> not no anonymous shit. Like, no, I don't need to know how many creepy stalkers I got. Like, I need you to, <laughs> you want to talk to me, be an adult and talk to me. You know, uh, you know, but, um, no, I, you I catch myself every now and then trying to be social and active and nothing major. I laugh at something, you know, one of those anonymous things and shit like that. As soon as you do the shit, they get on defense. Like, what's so funny? I'm I'm like, you know what? I said, this is why I don't do this shit. I was like, this is why. I think it was her. I think it was somebody else. I said, I posted, uh, oh, my condolences, uh, Tia, I think so. I'm not mistaken. You know, and I, I fuck, I fuck with um. One of the people I used to work with, like I, I fuck with her. Uh, and it's really been like like a run ongoing joke. And the only reason I I play with her like that because uh, she's got one of them down there. It, 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 it just it's something it's something I fuck with her like like I don't know. I said I, I said this to a few other people like basically itself, but it's like a it's been a ongoing joke. I made her laugh from one time, and it's like, eh. You know, I do I do it every night. It's kinda like when girls just to, you know, show their ass that's on on social media when they start getting really popular, more like doing that shit on Facebook. And I say the caption and say cakes <coughs> You know <coughs> It's more like a, it was more like it's more like a sarcastic joke, like, you know, uh have some dignity, have some respect for yourself. But for the most part, I can give two shits. I mean, like, just like I said, if I'm not, if I'm not doing fucking you, like, and I'm, we're not dating or in a relationship, I said, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I don't, I don't care. You know, uh, you know, so I, I always, I end up messaging, like, sometimes she'll post some shit that seems, like, very provocative a little bit. 
You know, I'd be like, uh, like fast ass. You know, basically, <laughs> laugh out loud. Like something your mom would say back in the day. You know, the old family members used to say, you know, uh, you know, uh, she's like, laugh out loud. So, like, <laughs> I said, I'll leave it alone. You know, basically, that's why I don't really initiate conversation most of the time. Because I'm like, even when I do try to make conversation, it just. People weird, man. People are weird. They're just weird. No, people are weird, dude. That's what, I don't. I, that's why I don't. It'd be hard for me to initiate when it comes to relationships. I said, uh, talking to people. I said, friends. To, people just weird. Like it's always been like that all my life. I, I promise you. I said when I want to get talk to somebody, I said they don't have the time. You know, um, they get flaky. You never know what offends them. You know, and people be offended without telling you they're offended. Like, you don't get a chance to apologize. They just hold on to the shit. Like, you know, um, I don't even be no. I, I'm at the point now in my age, like, look, dude, I'm saying, if you couldn't have told me, tell me about it. And I think, I'm not saying that somebody in my life right now is offended at me or something like that, which, honestly, at this present time, I say I, I care to a certain degree, but I don't. You know, I care when it comes to people, somebody, I, somebody I love, but it. You know, if you if we can't be in a dose and talk about it, like if something offends you, I said or something, or like I don't I don't know. But then I have to think about myself and think about um try not to be so self centered. You know, basically uh you know, people got other shit going on in their lives too. You know, I have to remind myself that, you know, um you know, not always it's not always about, you know, them one of Finn Javis. The same thing as nah, sometimes I don't feel like talking to my mom. It don't have nothing to do with her. Sometimes I just don't want to talk to nobody. You know, so mm, it could be either or sometimes, but I don't know. Most time when I try to initiate a conversation, it just be I don't know. <laughs> It'd be weird with these these chicks are just weird. They just weird, man. And I don't blame them because it's a lot of weird ass niggas that be in their inboxes all day. So yeah, yeah, every chick they can, everybody want to talk to them, which is really sad because <laughs> okay. So I do feel like beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You know, somebody's trash could be another man's treasure. You know, vice versa. You know, um. I think people just try to take the definitions and stuff away. Like, I mean, I told you it's a right and wrong. I mean, there's a, um, I don't know. It's like it's like we're trying to take away the fact that nobody can be ugly no more. And I'm like, I, that's not true. <laughs> Sometimes that's not always your greatest trait. You know, you got some of the most bad built women just wearing the most ridiculous outfits. You know, uh. Like they got bad built men wearing stuff too. Yeah, you got a lot of bad built men. Um, <laughs> you know, um, wearing big ass jeans and you know old fubu clothes and you know. Um, the only differences between that is that women just seek way more attention. It's easy to pick on women that sit on topics like that and situations like that because. Now you got some dudes that think they prettier than the female, you know, that take take a lot more pictures. Now you you do got that. Now I ain't gonna lie, you do got those dudes. Um But usually when you got dudes like that, that's all they got. 
You know, everybody changes. I think, well, you know what? I'll take it back. Vice versa. You know, um, bro, you should need that. You should need that much damn validation. You know, um, you know what you look like every goddamn day. You know exactly what you look like. Um, I just feel sorry for dudes that date that date them. Like the chicks that like to post all the time. Um, like that's why you say that. Because it's how you met them. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to tell them they, not to be them because that's who you found. You know, basically, um, and it's, it's forever looking for um, attention and entertainment. Like, you know, um, my James, you do it. Mine's, I'll say mine is a little bit different. Like, not at all that Facebook shit and calm down. Um, Mine's is more of it. And Steve, when I was doing it with Facebook, it really was more of a form of entertainment, me entertain, entertaining others. You know, it wasn't the fact that I was thinking so much. Now, it can get addictive. Don't get me wrong. You know, when you get that, when you guys start having a normal crowd and you're used to doing it all the time, yeah, you pay attention to your likes. So, so you pay attention to who shit, you know, who laugh at it. You know, but, um, I tell you, my experiment when I was doing it, I wasn't seeking. I wasn't doing it for attention. I was doing it as to facilitate conversation to get people to talk about open topics. You know, where we're at now. Like, where we're at now, there's no way you can't have any content. Like, it's just, it's too much, it's too much, it's too much out there. You know, too many topics, too many people talking about. Everybody, Jason, why don't you record a show every day? I could, but it, to me, in my eyes, I said it gets repetitive. You know, um, it, it becomes the same shit over and over and again, over again. That what you mean? Celebrities, debts, um, girls shaking ass, um, like twerking is at an all-time high. Like, like, what do you do for a living? I twerk. Like, that's that's like, like literally that's what it seems like right now. Like, I do. I'm like, it's not even exciting anymore. Like, just to, it's it's. It, it feel like it feel like going to the strip club three three times in one day. You know, by the third time, <laughs> you know, like you know, that's how I feel. Like I'm like, like it just it ain't it ain't it just ain't that exciting no more. Like it just it don't be it don't be like uh, you know the first thing everybody wants to say that's because you're gay. You know, that's the immature people. It's not even the fact of that. I'm I'm very attracted to women. Like, um, it's just it just be you know, I'm not I'm strong I'm 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 not strong enough not to look. But it's hard not to be judgmental on that. You know, to have a thought process on it. It ain't the fact that you just really care because they're not involved in your life, so it ain't make a big difference. It's just when you start seeing a pattern of it all the time, like you just be like, you're like, damn, like dude, like that's tough. And they can have this whole page. I said, you never, like, you'd be dating them and never know this shit. Said, unless you actually follow them. Unless somebody told you and showed you what they were doing, you would never know. <laughs> That's the sad part. You will never know, bro. You know, if you're not a type to go to OnlyFans or you don't watch really like porn like that, oh my gosh, that's even worse. That's even worse. 
You know, it's like nowadays I gotta watch porn just to stay up to date to see if anybody um is in the same world. Now I'm gonna see. You know, like shit. Like golly. Yeah, you gotta keep up with OnlyFans. God damn, like you don't know who you date. Like shit, or trying to talk to do try to talk to you. You know, um The shit just wild, man. The shit just a wild ass it's like some wild ass I don't even know what to call this shit, man. You know, they, it's, it's like internet strippers. You know, uh, and it's like this is the this is the height of what we have for our co. You know, I've been I've been peeping that lately. You know, um, I was watching seeing them Slim Thug do an interview. You know, basically about the this nigga wears shades too damn much for me. I he be saying some good stuff, but it, it he wears shades too fucking much for me. You know, and I just don't be, I don't be trusting everything niggas saying. He just sound like a bunch of game. You know, I, I tell you, I, I went to school with niggas in Houston. I lived in Houston a little bit of time. Like, it sound like H-Town talk. You know, uh, yeah, you make it move. You just jealous of, I tell you, what, what he don't make me shit. I, I'm just listening to the interviews. I said, what he, what he do? Like, I don't, what he have going on in his personal life? I don't, I don't care, dude. Um, <laughs> I really don't. I, I, re- I really don't. I don't stay. I don't follow. Like how how y'all care and I idolize all these people because they made a good song, you know, or you know. Um, I told you, I think in reality, I don't know them. They don't know me. You know, it's just an opinion. They're in the public eye, so it's an opinion of what I'm rolling, scrolling down, seeing. You know, if the nigga video never showed up, he probably wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> you know, um, you know, but it did. You know, I seen I seen a couple of them. You know, um, now he was just saying that black, black, you know, black, black artists need to own, you know, black music and yada yada. I said, nigga, you didn't pass that train too far along. Um, the system's already designed and set, buddy. Uh, you 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 can kiss that that black power talk goodbye. You know, and people don't understand that. People don't never understand this to people that be like, oh, you know, black people need to stick together. No. Y'all will never understand this shit because y'all keep failing to realize. I said, y'all don't, most black, right, calm down, James. <laughs> All right, let me try to take this slow. Most Negro men and, Negro men and women Rather, you want to consider yourself Hebrew, Israelite, Native Indian. <laughs> I ever want to go about this shit in our history and catalog, and I'm going my history up for as for biblically wise. Now, what you want to go off in your own history is whatever you want. You can call it a slave book as much as you want, but it's just funny how this shit just keep repeating over and over and over again. And we keep doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. You know, um, when, when I hear shit like that, the reason why Jay's what's so bad about that? It ain't nothing that's bad about it, but what's so exciting about our culture right now? I'm talking about what do we got something to stand up for? Like, I'm talking about, especially when you're talking about rap, rap. There is no R&B. R&B turned to pop. So I'm talking about like, um, uh, you say in black music, or we... T- Cause we got black people that's in country now. You got black people that's in, you know, rap. Like, 
I'm confused now because it's kind of hard because it's got so diverse now. Eminem broke that chain. I said, well, you just saying like hip hop is just black. You know, you know, it didn't, you know, um, it, it just, it just, it just don't. It, and another, the reason why it don't make sense to me, I said, basically, is because most of these niggas do be having record companies and they fuck their orders over just like the people that do the Jew ash people do in the industry and you can't tell me because it'd be ran just like the drug game be ran just like all the distribution companies there's only like six or seven of them like you have to go through these companies i said when i realized that when i was you know finally digging deeper and going further down the rabbit hole and learning more shit and i started looking it up and just looking up the name of who's behind each distribution company and i'm like oh so it's really these are the major ones i said it's only these i said so if you're gonna make music you you're gonna have to sign you have to go through them they're gonna have, that's the ones that's gonna play it you know um you know realizing um something Rupert Murdoch retired basically but he owned like damn near a hell of a percentage I said over the, all the newspaper and news outlets you know um that's crazy when you hear shit like that like you like oh the game is rigged the game is majorly controlled you know people just don't look into it because people don't give a damn about shit you know they just you know, um, the ignorance is bliss. Some people just really want to live and don't really want to think about all that shit. You know, um, but it's funny when it comes to anything that's sad in the news, you're always extremely worried about it. Anything that's panicky, you're worried about that. I said, when it comes to things of how this game is rigged and conspiracy theories, oh, we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and on the opposite end, we looking at you like you're crazy, like <laughs> you so dumb, you know. Uh, you know, and I'll be, I'll be, you know, trying to insult anybody. I said because everybody can choose to learn. I told you I didn't really start digging into shit like that until I was like 2012, 2013. You know, um, after college, you know, I knew some things about certain stuff, but. I didn't really go deeper into it because I feel like most average human feel like, you know, you just want to just want to work, get a good job. I said, have a place to stay. I said, you know, be able to eat the food you want. I said, drink whatever you want, like or whatever, whatever that's the case may be, you know, um, and do your hobbies. I said, get some sleep. I said, wake up and do the shit all over again. You know, that's what the average regular person really just wants. They just, you know, sometimes don't even really want to work. They just really just, you know, want to be able to just enjoy life. You know, some some might want to travel. You know, I just don't think that's for everybody, but there's a good majority that likes to travel. You know, um, you know, but the average human, the average human is usually pretty basic and simple. You know, you got some people that's greedy. You know, and very vain. You know, they want to be really, really famous. They want to have a lot of money. You know, just to say they did it. Like, you know, um. It is what it is, you know. It is what it is. Um, but I got the message of what he was saying. It's just you gotta understand. Just like I said, the era of truth has become the. It's like the era of truth has also become the era of confusion. You know, these niggas is like when celebrities get too much involved with the same shit. You know, um, that's the only reason I hate that they. I like it, but I hate it that they big with podcasts and, and shit like that, you know, I, I I liked it in the beginning for a certain reason because it was good to hear stories, it's just some shit that you probably wanted to know, 
You didn't hear it back then. You know, some people were free to say things without being wrapped under a news outlet. You know, they could say things. You know, but then when niggas start becoming vindictive or they start contradicting themselves, I start being like, okay. Look, because I'm like, when he's saying that, it sounds good, but you're still forgetting the first part. You're still in the goddamn industry. Like, you're talking this black power shit, but nigga, you still had to do what you had to do to get the money you got. Like, you didn't become the big name or get. The, come on, dude. Just stop. That's why a nigga wear shades all the time. I'm like, I don't trust a nigga that wears shades, man. You know, um, but you know what he had to do to get. But the problem is with you niggas, you niggas like that, that that say shit like this is. You the type of person that'll keep going back to your ex and keep repeating the same steps, no matter how toxic it is. You know, um, these niggas and and can prove this shit for us. It so many times, like without without me even really having to talk bad about anybody in Hollywood, these niggas got so many videos of no matter white, black, Asian pictures, you know, interviews. These niggas, these niggas, and told you, like I seen um the sexy red um interview. That bitch ain't playing. Y'all think everything a joke? Like oh, but that joke. Oh, oh, man, she just got me. She just no, she not. Nigga, when you on stage, I said, think how fast this girl got to blow up. I said, without even having no real talent. You know, um, nowhere close to the prettiest. You know, it's kind of the same way, kind of how, kind of, kind of, y'all gonna hate me for that, but it's kind of the same way how Cardi got big like that. Like, you know, um, that's the way I was feeling about her. Now, was Cardi probably a lot more attractive? Probably, I guess. Um, but that's what I'm, that's, I mean, like, Cardi came from the middle of nowhere for me. Like, I'm talking me just looking from the outside in. Like, I mean, like, you know, y'all follow these people cry like crazy like that. Like, me, I just be looking like when they randomly just end up getting big. I'm like, you know, just from the middle of nowhere. Like, in a matter of, like, a, less than a year. There's something going on there, guys. You know, uh, if it was that easy, everybody, if it was that easy, <laughs> you know, everybody be like, no, they just blew up, they just, no, they didn't, man. That's that's team nigga shit. Like it don't that y'all thinking a fairy tale shit. That don't happen like that. Like y- y'all confused. You know, um, like that's like that's like that's like coming into a mob family. I said in your first three months to six months, they want to make you a don. Like no. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. It doesn't happen like that, you know. Uh, you know, niggas be really living in some fairy tale shit. I'm like, I'm like, like, like. And she don't give a damn about doing shit. She don't give a damn about, you know, what she sell. She don't care about what she say. You know, it just don't stand for nothing, like at all. Like, you just whatever. You know. Um, I'm like that shit crazy, you know. Uh, all I can think about in the song was these hoes, they for everybody. <laughs> Pass around the club, they in every party. <laughs> they ain't gonna be loyal, not for anybody. But I love these hoes. <laughs> That's how I be with the crowd to me. How, they, how y'all feel about celebrities? Like, 
You know, these hoes. <laughs> they for everybody. All these niggas get passed around. Passed around. They in every party. <laughs> they ain't gonna be loyal not to anybody. All they care about is money. But I love these hoes. And y'all idolaters. <laughs> y'all going crazy, bro. That shit be crazy to me. Like, y'all niggas, like, it don't matter. To, to me, me, I got, I really stopped caring. That's, this is another reason I only can record, like, twice in a week. Because it doesn't matter how much you drill this shit. That's in that people's head. How much they put in front of you. People really, 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 really love celebrities. <laughs> they really love celebrities. You know, uh, you know, they'll sacrifice their life for them. Like, that's how crazy, that's how crazy it, it be, bro. You know, they be really amped about these people. And I'm like, yeah, like, dude, you don't know them. <laughs> like, shit crazy, bro. You know, it's funny. I have more people that I've been more legit and more upfront with that's in themselves. I said, that shares, this is the trip part about people that, that's funny. That's what's like, funny about me with people. You would think about the relationship that I had with a lot of people that I had. By the time I got to this point and I recorded a show, you know, I would have got a lot of a lot of mad love. Now, as for downloads, I appreciate it. anybody that downloads my show, anybody that listens to it. I'm talking about personally in my life. I'm talking about regular people, the people I have heard. Now, it is about it's about five or six people that in inbox me before. I'm talking about all out of all the niggas I didn't know. I said from the job work seven years. I said me being in college. I said for that long I was in college. Um, <laughs> so out of all these niggas, you know, basically I didn't know all my life. You know, basically, you know, um, they'll pump the they'll pump the shit out of a Drake concert. You mentioned Beyonce. Oh, they're gonna get really offended. You done gave them money and lent them money and shit like that. They get offended that you and stop talking to you. I said, but you the one that really helped them in real life. <laughs> that's how bad. That's how, that's how bad idolatry is. Like I don't think y'all really understand this. Why that's really top up there. Like no, you should have no other idols before me. Like you know, uh, that shit really bad. He can't even talk to you. Move, move a lot of people that you, the people, the movement that a lot of y'all want that you think you you think you want or you think you should have. You you care more about I say your favorite celebrity than you do with Yahweh, and I know it's about eighty five percent of people listening to this show and they like nah and I'm like eighty five percent of these people that's listening to the show, it's true it's a fucking fact. Watch how offended you get. I said when somebody says fuck your favorite artist or talks down on your favorite artist or any celebrity that you like, I said watch how offended you get. Your favorite crush. Watch how mad you get. But as soon as I say something bad about y'all, we like, well, I can see that. I can understand it. Exactly. You can listen to any criticism that anybody said about the Bible. But I said, watch, watch how offended you get about your favorite celebrity. <laughs> that shit crazy to me. You know? But I love these hoes. <laughs> These hoes. Didn't I tell you, didn't I tell you DC Young Fly was gonna get hotter than fish grease? Didn't I tell you that shit? I I, I told y'all that shit. I said, what's his name? My dad said they about to make this nigga hotter than fish grease. But this shit just keep repeating and y'all niggas fall for the same game every time. You know, it's the same shit. Y'all go over there. Oh, man, God bless you, man. Oh, man, I'm, man, I'm so sorry, man. Uh, man, 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 such a good brother, man. It's, 
you don't fucking know these people, man. These people who sell their fucking mama, like, like to get to me and their success that they want to get. Like, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> these hoes. <laughs> I don't know how many times I got to drill it to you. You know, but I love these <laughs> Oh, man, bro. Girl, they just run around and, um, it's all in circles, running around in circles, bro. You know, um, because I, I don't know. Y'all don't, I guess you don't see what I see. Like, I, when I look at people, it's like a mirror. I see, I see the fucking truth. You know, I used to look like like that when it came to celebrities. Like, I told you, once I defeated the purpose of how much I really kind of like idolized Tupac pretty much at the time, that was a wrap. Once I got past that, like it was a wrap for everybody else. Like that's it. That was a done deal. You know, I had to come to the understanding of that. I'm like, I don't know this person. Like, I don't know them. I I wasn't around them. And they like, even though they was influential, I said musically wise and different things like that. But I'm talking personally in my life. I've never met this man in my life. I was like, most of these people, it's like almost all these people I'm talking about, I said, I ain't met none of them. Like, they ain't did shit for me in my life. Like, and I ain't want them to do shit for me in my life. I'm just saying, like, I don't know them. I feel like any other nigga on the street. You know, like, you can't feel like that. Yes, I can. Like, what you eat don't make me shit. Like, you know, I was seeing, um, because y'all crazy. Like, these are people y'all are majorly crazy about. Beyonce, Rihanna, Drake, Wayne, um, Boozy fans crazy, but I said Boozy fans kind of kind of got his own wave, like basically, like you know, it's either you love him or hate him. Either you can listen to him or you can't. That's how I feel in between. I don't think it's too many songs that people could just really, you know, either you like his voice or you don't. You know, it took a while for me to like his voice, and it is what it is. But um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think about. I'm talking about like crazy. You know, they fans are hella, hella, hella crazy. Uh, and we just talking about, we just talking about artists right now. Because I could, I could throw a slug in there at the one time, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> we just going to go with it. <laughs> you know, let's just talk about fans for a minute, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm trying to think. Did I throw in Jay-Z? I think I, I think Jay Z's one of them, but he's been getting a lot of a lot of flack lately, actually. Like, which is surprising to me. It's it's not. It is, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like, spiritually, it's about time. You know, because he's been blasphemous, like, you know, for so long. You know, basically. But um, it's surprising lyrically. You know. You know, I'm here. I hear more about people Chris out. Nobody put on that Jay Z, you know, when you got in the car. Nobody. I'm like, you know, I guess. I'm like, I said, okay, well, I guess. <laughs> you know, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah, Tupac fans. Uh, of course, DMX fans. But I don't know, his fans fans not really just like crazy, like, you know, it's more respecting, like, you know, it's not too many people that just really down talk X musically, you know what I mean? Like, he's one of the few artists that really came out that you really could feel passion, you know, he's one of the few, like, you'd be like, uh, he sucked, like, you know, that'd be a new nigga. One of them young guys, like, as people that grew up, you know, hip like, it's, it's rare that most people be like, DMX is trash. Like, if they do that, they just do that to be irritants, because, 
you know, if you if you can't feel slipping, you know, how's it going down, you know, uh, y'all gonna make me lose my mind, like, you know, like, it's too, it's too many songs that they automatically come up with the energy that you have, like, you know, you know, certain songs that just automatically a trip, so I'm like, but it is what it is, you know, this new generation's crazy, um, oh yeah, Uzi fans too is another one. You know, uh, but these new, the new generation niggas is just weird. They, they different to me. You know, um, and I told you, I reach a cap. Like uh, it's, it's, it's so many songs. I said in my memory bank, like it's, it's, it's nothing new. These niggas are talking about. Like they're younger than me. A lot of these are, are younger than me. Like I'm like so. You know what's the point? You know, um. You know, um, which brings me back to that. Like you talking about the culture, I'm like, dude. I'll say, what, what is, what is we've been representing us in this whole time? I'm talking, about, I'm talking about ask for, and black music as you talking about. Like I said, it's the same thing. Money, sex, drugs. I said women exploited. You know, um, it's the same shit. Like it's been going on for years. You know, um, because you gonna you gonna do whatever it takes to sell to sell. Then sex sells. So most time you motherfuckers gonna keep right about the same thing. Stunting, sex. I said for real, it's gonna be in materialism. That it's gonna be the same thing all the time. Over and over on repeat. You know, um and even if you own black music, they're gonna find a way to do something else. They'll kick all the black DJs out of the uh, office and then put white DJs in there. Then they choose who the fuck plays. Like you can't own everything. Like you're not gonna be able to own everything. Like it's not gonna work like that. And we get and we gave that up too many times. You know, um, our people was cursed, man. Like I said, they set up a system against us. I said, I said to not for it to be to be our worst enemy, and it's, and Yahweh allowed it. You know, and until motherfuckers can accept that and understand that. I said, people don't understand that. That's when they they get on this black power shit. And I'd be like, dude, you you missing it? It's no it's no more that you know. It's it's those that of Judah, like Team Judah, the ones that that are trying to live a righteous life, that are living righteously. You know, um, you know, because either it's either, it's either you doing right or you doing wrong. And I mean that in black and white. What just what you mean by that? I'm talking about ethically and morally. I'm, I'm talking about regular average people. I said that literally pray every day. I'm talking about those that actually try to read scriptures every day. Those that continue to try to build a relationship with Yahweh. I said fuck all the vices and the small things that people have going on. I'm talking about like let's let's stick to the basics. I said of main people that Yahweh will continually probably keep giving favor to and keep helping right now. Because a lot of you motherfuckers that's two thirds. I said y'all off, y'all gone. You know, if you still saying shit like that, everything in the Bible is fake. You gone. You you two third. You know, um, you know, um, them, you grand rising niggas in the middle. It, 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 it's some weird fair weather shit going on there. I just don't like that phrase. It's too Masonic for me. Um, <laughs> it just is. It's just too. It's too, it's too Masonic for me. I just, I don't like that. I don't like that phrase. It sounds like sun worship. Um, but anyway, like, um, I'm talking about those that really, that you know who you are. So if you're doing it, you're doing it. If you're not, you're not. You know, um, a lot of people try to force themselves into like the Judah movement and try to make themselves like part of that. And I'm like, 
If you you know what you're doing and you know what you what you're trying to be. Like you, Yahweh knows the regular people that are averagely living regular life that are that are regularly trying to do better for themselves. I said it's not going out there being corrupt to society, lying to people, mischieving, you know, uh Deceiving. The only thing about you got to think about when you listen to niggas that's Hollywood or that's touring, these team niggas, whatever, gangs, teams, organizations, whatever big name these niggas got. I tell you, it's like the era of truth is turned into an era of confusion. Like, it, it. Some of these people have some good, smart things to say, but you still got to remember these people still need that fan base and still need that exposure. So these people are still part of the club, the team. Now, how far did they win? Who knows? You know, basically. But I know for a fact they're part of the team because once you get out of line too far, they blackball your ass. Hence, most of the regular average people that tell the most truth, I said on Facebook. <coughs> it's just a fact. It's just, it's just a fact. Because if it was that easy, everybody would be doing it. If I can get the downloads I got right now with not even the public exposure that I that I had, like, you know, for me to have the downloads I have right now, and everybody the industry can be playing with you. Yeah, but the industry will do it in a different way to me. One, I think a celebrity would have tried to hit the inbox. They're not allowed to do this shit, though, for me, on my side. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so a celebrity would try to hit my inbox. I would have got way more downloads than what I got right now. Like, it's a miracle that I got the downloads I got right now, but I'm talking about, like, the way they move and operate and they move numbers, I would have way more downloads. I wouldn't be at the lower part of the algorithm on Facebook. I would have a lot of random-ass people I don't even know. I said, uh, uh, comment on my page. You know, um, just how they work, man. That's why I be thinking, some of the people be avatars. I'd be like, I'd be looking at some of the stuff that some of these people be saying, I'd be like, you know, comment on people's page, and I'd be like, "Look, I know they were probably influential. Ain't no way. It's that. It, come on now. They ain't been that. They ain't been that great to your life. Like, stop. <laughs> you know, I be, I be looking at it like, Jerry, you ain't a, no, I'm not. I just, I just think about because you gotta remember, you talking about somebody. I said for a small little period of time, I, I got tested on this shit. I tell you, first was college. I said being around the Greek life. I said in the second part, I said it was me venturing out. I said on social media. I said with Facebook. I said it was. It's like a small. It's a small mini fame Hollywood. You know, when you got people mentioning like, who is this? Like, who is this following me? Who's following? And then you see how people changed. I said, I tell, I see how people changed when I start putting out my show. You know, um. You know, somebody that, that Satan's trying to use, I said, it's not going to be on three dirty, th- three dirty, 90 day probations. They have me on three day, three 90 day, you know, uh, completely suspended. You, 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 this is the whole fucked up part about that shit is when I think about that is because every now and then, you know, how they have pages that you suggest, right? They suggest that you follow or something like that, you know, um. They had, a, they had a woman that came across and said that was uh, breastfeeding a baby. Now, she had no shirt on or nothing. Like I was like, okay, is this like the other church or one group I said I follow where they be posting all these, all these nasty <laughs> shit. So I was like, okay. I said, what is this? So, you know, I click on it and it's just a bunch of women, you know, getting getting breastfeeding. I said, like, yeah. people are like, that's so beautiful. I'm like, to a certain degree. 
I don't know. The breastfeeding in public thing, I get it. Because I guess you know, the woman feeding the child is nurturing. I understand it to a certain degree. 85% of guys don't give a damn about that shit, man. They looking, they looking at titties. They want to see titties. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just being honest. They hope, they hoping you can remove the, we hope you can get a pencil and just remove the baby out the picture, like right there, just leave the titties right there. You know, basically, uh, and maybe because I say that on my show that it triggers us if my phone to pull up shit like that. Like I don't know, you know. Um, I mean, I thought that was crazy. I was like, they can do this shit. I, some of the shit I see on my timeline, I just be like, wow, this is crazy. Like, I really got in trouble for the smallest shit. Like, I'm like, the shit that my shit got banned on, I was like, yo, like, compared to what I see now, I'd be like, yo, like, half a damn near, well, damn near 75% of Big Joss stand-up, I mean, I mean, skits, damn near be sexual. Um, that's what most of these niggas like, you know. Um, that's how I know they pick and choose. That's how you know they got certain people that they just pick and choose with, you know. Um, but it's that once again, I tell you, it's not a big deal because it's all, that's a trap that they trap a lot of these niggas in. It, it's so obvious. Like if you have not noticed it, like all of them niggas are all working together now. You know, I thought Griff disappeared, you know, basically, but he's just doing animated voices. I said with the other guy, uh, what's his name? And it's probably because secretly, I don't know that they be actually doing shows and actually doing stand-up com- comedy. You know, um, I don't be knowing these niggas comedians until they, I really see something like they saying they or they show on the show. Like I'm like, oh, you, they're a comedian. You know, um, all these niggas, all these niggas running all together, and they all trying to pub each other that stuff now. They all sharing each other videos. Um, uh, who was it, New Jack? Um, New Jack RD2, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name? Um, the weird guy, the weird guy that be wearing the uh, suits. Funny Marco, Funny Marco, um, Wayne, Country Wayne, um, Dada Man, and that other light skinned nigga I don't really care for. It's the other, that act like, uh, What's his name? Um, that nigga just be doing shit, bro. What's his name? They, uh, that nigga just did the blue trick skit. You know, basically, like, um, what's his name? What's his name? He's making me laugh all the time. Skinbone. Skinbone. Yeah. You know, um, it's just a new wave. I said, basically, it's just how when. You know, Eddie Griffin them started out like it's just a new way. It's just social media now. You know, basically, um, other than videos and ta- you know tapes and shit like that. You know, and records where you can listen to audio for stand up. That's what it is now. Social media. You know, small skits. You know, small shit like that. You know, um, because these days you can tell it doesn't really take that much talent. You know, um. Some of this shit, a lot of these people are doing are average things that regular people can do. By just why you can't do it, why you have to have a backing. You're not gonna become 
Like you, you don't get it. Like you, <laughs> a lot of people don't get it. They just think you just automatically just. It, it be a reason for there's an agenda for these people to be blowing up and going viral. It's a reason why you seeing them having two point two million views. Like it's a reason for that. You know, um, these niggas just randomly one day wake up and become uh, Kevin Hart and, and Eddie Murphy. Like I mean, you know, like you know, <laughs> you know instant stardom. Like nah, bro. You know, um, these days, a lot of people just be copying other shit that they already saw, you know, basically, or, you know, it don't really be like, it don't even be like no real talent, like they're writing a real script or, you know, um, it's like average regular day shit, you know, um, oh boy, ever since he died, his hair, I think he changed it back, but the guy that was from Shot Town, he used to tell the stories, I used to love his skits. He ended up dying his hair and started doing some other shit. I'm like, these niggas' hair is diff- it's different. Yeah, Jason, you care about nothing, man. This is not a trick that everybody, you know, this is, this is where you let no people have an idolatry problem. Because when you say something like that, you know, they'll tell, they'll tell you, why you care about what another man's hair look like? Why are you so offended about it? Why am I having an opinion and I just mentioned something? I said, why are you so, <laughs> so offended about it? It must be something that's personally going on in your life. I said, to why you want to take up for that? You know, some shit that just don't be understanding. Like, some shit you don't need to be defensive about. If you ain't got shit to do with your life, I said, you shouldn't be defensive. You know, and I see people do that shit all the time. You're getting mad and offended for people. You know, and, um... And it's funny in the song I just got to mention it because I'm, I'm about to I'm about to talk about another topic which is the exact opposite. Basically, we mentioned it in, uh, that it's just that Juicy J song, you know. Basically, but um, so of course you got your good old favorite. Everybody, 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 everybody that loves Dion. I think Dion, if Dion Dick was big enough to where he could put it all across fifty states, it'd be a lot of it'd be damn near ninety percent of each state sucking his dick. I'd be like, y'all niggas buy into this this Kool-Aid, this juice too much. Like, every time this nigga don't lose, it's always it's always no accountability. Like blames it on other shit every time. You know, and you knew the school you went to, so I'm like, you should have said that in the beginning, but you talked a lot of hot shit in the beginning. Now it's like, oh, if it was Alabama or Georgia, you can't lose have a losing record with what the fuck, bro? You at, at first you was the y'all's the shit. You know, um now that y'all losing <laughs> you know, um, and, it's, and it it was supposed to happen like it's common sense. I, I, you know, and as people keep switching out, but it's like y'all buy into everything this nigga say. You know, um, I didn't even I didn't even look watch the interview. I just happened to scroll by. I seen the one he said he's at the school. And he's talking about you know telling I guess the the, the dudes where he said I, I tolerate I I tolerate no tolerance on disrespecting women. Nigga, you were prime time. You were a star athlete in high school and college. Like, I don't know if y'all been friends with any people that's been star athletes before. Um, but most likely they don't have a good history when it comes to dating and women. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying. If I whichever that's bullshit, cause LeBron it. I forgot about mentioning them. Uh, we were talking about artists. We were talking about uh, sports sports fans because uh, y'all niggas make me want to puke. Him, he, him right there. He, him and him and Dion to be holding each other's hand. I said, why they got the dick running across the whole United States? 
Like, two motherfuckers that they be vindictive as hell and contradicting themselves. I said, these niggas, y'all just run back. It's like a toxic relationship. Like, these niggas can say anything. Y'all, y'all just running and just kissing ass. Like, I'm like, this niggas, they just talking, bro. That's just part of their job. Like, I'm like, that's, that's what they're supposed to do. Like, you know, everything about their life is about keeping up a, keeping up a good image. You know, um, you think that nigga talk like that all the time? Did you talk about the same person that went on Shannon Sharp at the podcast and told you because somebody made him look bad, he went up to a grown man and slapped him in the face? Now, this is a guy I said that doesn't tolerate no disrespect for women. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on, bro. This is the same guy I said that was shaking his ass in the CMA video. Like, this, you gotta. This funny thing about this that makes me laugh so much is Primetime is one of my top favorite play football players of all time. Like, this is not even a game. I'm talking about, like, there's no doubt about it. Like, I said, if I had to put, like, like my top two or three, it's gonna probably be either Barry or Dion. You know, that'd just be me. Like, you know, how much of influence it came with sports. But let's just be real. You know, I get annoyed. I tell you, when y'all start playing with Yahweh's cap, I start getting mad. Like, these niggas is not, y'all keep, y'all, y'all gonna get them hurt. I'm telling you, it's gonna be because of y'all. I'm telling you, you idolaters. And the reason why I say you're gonna get it, you're gonna mess around and get these people hurt. I said, because you niggas over there be saying these God posts and God is good and look what he's doing. No, this nigga is not, it's this, all this shit is for selfish intent. I said, this nigga sold out a long time ago. When he had the Jerry curl, when he went to the draft, it's been a long time ago, guys. <laughs> long time ago, that people can change me. And, and this is the sad part. I said when it, and, I, and, I, and I wish I could be this gullible how Christians be these days. Like I, I wish I could be that gullible because they just, they just really, they really, really want to believe these people cannot be this evil. You know, everybody can just change. Everybody, if they just ask for forgiveness, and he just, and don't get me wrong, I'm not Yahweh. Yahweh. I'm not Yahweh. You say you say God, I say Yahweh. You say Jesus, I say Yahweh. Yahweh. I'm not. I'm not neither. You know, um, I just know what I've, what He's shown me, and what He's told me. And uh, like some of these people, I said, it's just it's it's too far gone, man. They bloodline been cursed. Now can he show mercy? Yeah. <laughs> Where he don't just do away with them just instantly. He let them just, you know, live the whole regular life, you know, basically. But I said, is he in our camp? No. He's in your camp, though. When you come to when you come to Christians, because they hear him, they hear him say a sermon. He say something, say something that sound good. I said, y'all go back and eat that shit up. You know, you know, it's probably kids on that roster. I said that it cannot fucking stand him. Like, I'm talking about like, you know, it's really kids out there really, you know, work that work really hard for all their life to finally actually get a chance to actually play. Maybe be on a game or two. I said just, just say with a family, and then you got this egotistical motherfucker that comes in. I just for his own selfish glory makes the whole thing about his kids, you know, and one other kid. I said that guy that got hurt, but um. You know, talking about moving, moving um rosters like these niggas are playing in the NFL or some shit like that. I'm like, these niggas are kids in college. It's, you know, they happy that they playing prime, and you you disrespecting them every every which way, like every which way. 
Season ain't even over. He didn't, he didn't diss these children so many times, bro. I would, I would be like, I fucking can't stand. I'd be like, bro, I, if I play, I'd be, man, fuck out of here. I've been on that. I've been in those situations. Like, my school used to be biased, and we wasn't great at all by any means. I said, my senior year, we play, when I played football, we was 3-9. and nine. You know, yeah, Ed is the quarterback. He got to do whatever the fuck he want. Levon got to do whatever the fuck he wanted because he was a track star. Um... It's just a fact. They so I just just noticed the shit. I just be laughing like this shit is crazy. You know, he had Anthony Shamley. He ended up um getting in trouble. I say academic wise, but Anthony was a killer linebacker. I mean, he used to get like twelve tackles a game. You know, but you know, um, I think Darrell was already did he already? I think he already he already graduated. I said by the time I I think. Wasn't he on Star Corner? I want to say something, but I don't know us being in the same grade. So he was good. He was a great. He was a good corner. But I don't remember. Oh, oh yeah, I forgot they, they had Justice at running back. James was a good running back. Justice was a good running back. You know, um, we used to be on the bench, though. He'd be getting mad at us about laughing and playing. I'm like, bruh. You don't play me at all. I said, when I'm in practice, I say, I'm playing receiver drills and cornerback drills. You got to remember, yeah, I didn't play organized sports like that, but I grew up with two brothers that were very athletic. Like, I knew the rules. Like, I knew how to compete, you know, um, enough, you know, to where I can be efficient enough. I said, to where I can make effective plays. I I just think smartly. Like, I said, you know, um, because we had a coach that came, I guess he, I guess he used to coach at LSU. I was like, I said, what are you doing here at this school? Uh, <laughs> you know, basically, you must have fucked up. You know, basically, but um, you just be dumb to me. Like I said, a lot of times in the came to, came to football. Like it just, it just, a lot of things are just dumb. I said to me, like if I'm doing an in route. If I'm doing a, if I'm doing an in route, you know, basically. If I can dodge the linebacker within the first five yards, I'm 140. This motherfucker's damn near 180 to 200 pounds. If I can avoid that hit and not get bruised ribs, nigga, I'm going to dodge the fucking hit and catch the ball. Like, what's the, like, some of the shit was just dumb. Like, some of the shit they'd be putting me in there just for hazing because I was just, I was just smarter than the average kid. So they thought, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe they thought I was putting that as a hobby to say I did that for college or I don't know. You know, um, you went to a BB moment. I don't know. I'm just taking it where it go. Where I go? <laughs> just taking it where it goes, man. Just taking it where it goes. Yeah. All of them used to hold me like that, like itself. I was like, y'all don't know this, but I said my family's athletes. I was like, I can, I can still play sports. I was like, I, now I can't. You know, basically, you know, hell no, I ain't gonna be able to run that long. You know, but back then, I was like, I, I know the I know the fundamentals to the game. I said, I still can play. <laughs> I was like, I know how to play. Like, basically, I said, I just, you know, I just got older. I said, older, and the more and more I wore glasses, my vision went bad, worse. You know, basically, um, you know, I never would say I was one of the most excellent people there, but I was like, I was good enough to, for that time, we was three and nine. You know, um, I know where I was going with it. I, I went to my BB moment, but I did it for a reason because I, I'm, I can only feel the empathy and pain. I said from those kids. I said because I know what that felt like. Like I used to be, I used to be in the weight room, bro. You know, this big ass dude. I don't remember what this coach name was. I, I just didn't care for this motherfucker at all. It was just stupid shit. Like, um, it was my first day of lifting weights, of working out. Keep in mind, dude. 
at this time, I'm I'm 140, I'm probably like 144, maybe 143. You know, basically, I've left waste before, but I, this is my first year on the team. You should know this already. <laughs> you know, so I got somebody spotting me, and the person spotting me is about close to the same damn weight as me. This motherfucker, I think we had like 180 or like we had like 180 on the bench. It was like either 180 or or something like that. I think the most I ever benched, I said at the time, I think at that time was maybe 140, maybe my own weight. I probably said around there 140, maybe one, maybe 150 at the most. I probably have to say. But keep in mind, once again, it's my first day. <laughs> it's my first day. You know, lift the weights, you know, basically. Uh, this nigga getting me. He got mad. He got mad at me because I couldn't lift it. And I'm like, okay, well, we're supposed to be testing out my limits. Like, I'm like, so I don't necessarily have to be benching 185. <laughs> you know, being 5'9 and 140. Like, you know, uh, I just started. <laughs> you know, like, you know, he going to grab the weights, you know, one in, you know, basically, you know. Get mad, but like, you supposed to lift it like that, and I'm like, no, y'all motivate, y'all motivation skills are just are just awful. Like it was just bad coaching, bro. It was just bad coaching, bro. It was crazy. I can only imagine that, bro. Imagine, imagine being a senior. This happened to me. Imagine being a senior on senior day, the last game, right, where all the seniors are supposed to play, just so they can have a game that they played in, and you the only motherfucking senior that didn't get in the game. Yeah, my mom came to this game. Like, it was the first time my mom came. This nigga waited until the last 15 seconds of the game or a minute and was like, hey, James, you want to go in the game? Why the fuck I want to go in the game right now? Nigga, we three. We was three and nine. Like, we're not losing that. And, and that's how I feel about them kids. Like I say, that's why, that's why I'm personal about it. Like, it ain't, it ain't about that. It's like, I can only imagine. I said for kids like that. Like, because every, now everybody sucks. I'm like, Colorado wasn't known to be like the most major program. So every now and then they they come in and get some boost every now and then, but that's just not the major area that most you know most urban kids. I said want to come like most urban kids are not going to be thinking in the market of, hey, I want to go to Colorado. You know, <laughs> you know, like especially if you've been playing football all your life, that's not going to be. It's not averagely if you're not from there. Usually, it's kind of a you know. Nobody gonna think to do that, like you know, <laughs> you know. So the kids that did get accepted probably got accepted because I said they didn't have many offers. I said they finally got the chance to get the full scholarship. You got to think about shit like that. They're not they're not coming there to win national championship. They're coming there to get able to play football to use it for something else. Like you fucking up everybody's career, you know. Um, like it's, and it's it's fucked up to me. I think it's I think it's fucked up. Cause I know what he about to do to them boys. Same thing he did to them boys. I said when it went, when it went, them, them, um, uh, what's it called? Them D one schools or something like that. Whatever they call them. Uh, I don't know. I forgot what they call them. Not D one. That's high school. Um, damn, I forgot what these schools are called. Like, why am I tripping? Anyway, he gonna fuck them boys. He gonna watch, watch. Watch what I tell. Watch what I tell you. Like, he always in it for the money. He's been prime time for the longest. Like the funny thing is, I respected him more at the time. I said when he was prime time. Yeah, just like said that because he was true about who he was. Like he's like you about the money. Once he started, you know, doing the preacher thing, that's when it kind of got a little iffy for me. I said, ask me growing up. I was like, 
Yeah, you don't just get called like I think people be confused. This, this is why I don't like the fact that anybody can become a preacher, and I, this shit pisses me off. You know, uh, because really, honestly, it's a job title in America. But really, when you're speaking to the public and speaking for Yahweh, you're a like Yahshua say, and most people that would say this, I said basically you're a vessel to be used. I said to speak to people. I said about truth and righteousness. I said, and you're supposed to be about what you're talking about. You know, um, your actions gonna reflect better than what your words could ever say to me. Like you, your actions gonna tell it all. Like you, you can say whatever nice, smooth things you gotta say. You can say whatever great speech you wanna say, but you know, you going to tell in time. I said exactly what you going to do. You know, um, that's fucked up with them kids, bro. I feel, I feel bad for them. You know, they getting talk, probably talked about and getting down talked. You know, um, oh, y'all line suck. Oh, y'all D line suck. I'm like, they were never meant to be that great. Like, I was like, they, <laughs> like you done put all these kids on this big-ass stage. I said, if everybody gets souped up and hyped about this team, and they probably didn't feel like, we lucky if we win, like, you know, we only won one game last year, so, like, we lucky if we win five, you know, basically, we could change some, you know, like, trying to be optimistic and, <laughs> you know, I got one more to talk about. I said, that I'm out. You know, I enjoyed my patio day. Um, you know everybody's favorite fool. Uh, what's it, what's it called? Everybody's favorite tomfoolery. Now this is not a new topic for me, so get get ready for it as usual. You know those that keep buying into his juice too. Um, what's his name? Um, Charleston White, Mister CW. <laughs> Man here, man. You know, you know what's really funny to me about him is that, and somebody said it in the comment. I was laughing. This girl, it was a woman that said this. You know, I said for a person to talk about all his accomplishments that he talk about all the time. I said I ain't heard not one of them. And that's what's so funny about him. I'm like, you know, you say a lot of all this other stuff that you keep saying. I said about politics and all of this, and I'm like, if if you was as prominent, like how how how, where do we miss your name? Like, you know, in this, like, you know, because uh, I was still into politics. I said, I told you before Trump came president, I still was paying attention to certain shit. So I'm like, none in my history that I was looking in, I was coming into people and just digging down the rabbit hole that I ever ran into this nigga. Like, this nigga wouldn't be, he wouldn't even be relevant, at, actually, if social media was not as relevant as it is today. You know, without him touring and doing what he's doing, I'm like, dude, and I'm, I'm living forward pretty much most of my life I mean well DFW you know um, never never heard nothing about it. <laughs> not saying he didn't I just didn't you know um, and I'm like wouldn't you be okay I'm confused I'm like what What are you are you a political activist or are you a you are you a character like the rappers like, are you trying to get monetized? Are you trying to be in Hollywood? Because I'm confused. I'm like, which one are you trying to do? <laughs> like, this nigga, you doing T.I. in reverse. <laughs> like, the same thing you talking about. It's like, you doing them in reverse. You know, you can't, I can't believe what he's saying because it gets vindictive. I said, the funny thing is he, they'll show a good, they'll show a good clip about his interview, but they don't, most people don't usually see the whole interview. 
So they see something nice that he's saying or something good he's saying, you know, but miss the other parts. I said, I told you, these niggas are not spiritual leaders. They can say some things. I said, you could you could like some of the stuff that they say, but do not get caught up in the shit that they talking about because these niggas will say anything. I said to get get that attention <laughs> in fame. You know, um, I'm still been trying to figure out his purpose. Like at least Dr. Umar stayed kinda on a even keel to a certain degree. You kinda already kinda know what he's standing for. Like at least when he's doing his touring, you kinda know what you're gonna get from him. You know, basically, um <clears throat> The woman in Charleston White wanna be Dr. Umar, next minute this nigga wanna be um Fuck you and your mama and your son. I hope they died. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm confused. I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. And everybody be praising. I'm like, he ain't saying nothing average. Then the average black dude don't be saying on the record. Half of the shit I said. Um, half of the shit. Most time when he's saying good speeches, I say it'd be the same shit that your mom and your dad or somebody your grandparents tried to tell your ass in the first place and you didn't want to listen. You know, now that he got a name, he popped on social media. Oh, he man, he speak all truth and facts. I'm like, I'm pretty positive. That's how, you know, he just sound like an older black nigga, old ignorant black dude to me. A nigga. You know, um, just say why shit time to time. <laughs> it's like it's like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Oh, this nigga actually had a good concept. Okay, that's nice. <laughs> that's what it's like, you know. Look at that list to him. I be like, I be like, I guess. I be like, niggas just be buying into it, bro. Like, you know, these hoes. <laughs> oh, snap! One last thing, man. Because I've been seeing this shit lately. I don't know why it irritates me. Because the women are beautiful. That's on this runway. And I don't be mad about it. Basically. But it, it kind of. It, it, it asked me up a little bit. How the fuck. Are you going to have. A curvy theme. Like a body curvy thing. Theme. For catwalking, and you don't never put no black women in it. Now, they may do, but the videos I see, I never see. I never see any black women. You know, um, and I'm just like, I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Like every time I walk past, and the girls are beautiful. Not, they're not uh, the girls that are in there are very look good looking women. I, I'm not criticizing the models. I'm talking about the person that made the theme of the show, and I, I'm confused. <laughs> I know anything it should be diverse. I ain't gonna say this should be all black. I can, I can see that. I ain't gonna go that far. That pro black, you know, basically. But damn, I'll be like, I ain't seen one, one black chick, you know, um, all white chicks, or I don't know. I don't know if these people Mexican, I, I don't know, or just white people with good tans, you know, um. But that shit's wild to me. That shit's that's uh, subliminally that's kind of fucked up. You know, to me, but you know, whatever. You know, but yeah, I think I did my spiel. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I did my spiel, man. I did my spiel, man. Yeah, these hoes. 
Hey, for everybody. Yeah. This is what it is, man. Y'all can have it, man. If, that, if, that's, if that's the point of the black culture, that's it. If we talking, we trying to keep and where everybody, if everybody just twerking on stage, pregnant, um, everybody getting ran through, black men, black men included, you know, um, money, sex, drugs, stuff like that. This, if this the whole purpose and the whole theme that we got going for this, whatever, whatever. Yeah, if you disagreeing and you arguing against it, I said when you talking to yourself uh, subliminally, just know Yahweh sees where you at in your mind. Like, like it, what I just said made perfect sense <laughs> spiritually. You know, if you righteously on the right path, like basically, like you, people that still idolaters as big idolaters, you know, um, it's gonna say it's gonna sound crazy. I said coming from me, like I said, I guess whatever, but. Okay, whatever. I said, did my spell. So, to my father, the king of kings, the rulers, the rulers, Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and last. Thank you for giving me my gifts. Thank you for having me out for dying for my sins. My brother, my best friend. Thank you. Oh, my rocket Gibraltar. Thank you, uh, Spreaker, for letting me have a show. Thank you, um, Apple, Spotify, iHeart, Google Podcasts, um, VSL, um, anybody that, um, Distributes my show through that network. Um, anybody that downloads my show, domestic or foreign, much appreciated. I really love it, guys. Thank you so much. Um, much needed. I'll try to give you a show tomorrow. Um, I'm about to finish up enjoying my uh, um, off day and patio vibes for me. I'm out. Salah. <laughs>